What up, what up? What's the word, people? Welcome back to another episode from What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, I'm your host, Sherm, and I'm again joined by my esteemed co-host and uh, like a guy out of MT, uh, excuse me, like an STD on spring break, he just won't go away. My boy, Obed, what's going on with you, man? <laughs> you know me, Sherm, I'm out here testing positive for greatness. Uh, I'm happy <laughs> and thankful to be invited back uh, because we're not going to act like Thanksgiving isn't before Christmas. <laughs> Yo, ain't that the <laughs> truth? Because everyone else does in this world, right? Uh, today, we're actually joined by two guest hosts this week for the first time. Uh, first, let me throw it over to my boy, Anu, who needs all the introduction in the world because, let's face it, nobody knows him. Uh, what's going on with you, man? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on. I look forward to contributing to the show. Let's get rolling, man. All right. Cool. Appreciate it. And we are joined by uh, another gentleman here who is actually driving at the moment, which is highly illegal, I'm sure. But we'll, we'll just ignore that part. <laughs> my boy, Chris, what's going on with you, dude? Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm live here from the Bellway traffic here. It's looking like a clear day. Roads are good. It's dinner 55. we got a clear day here. <laughs> All right. Thank, thanks for the uh, traffic and weather update. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, as let's, as, so let's just get rolling here on this week's episode. So we're going to cover a few different things coming from the NBA, some latest news in action around the NFL, and even some college sports as well, too. But I wanted to actually start off with a different kind of topic this week. Uh, just this past week, Marvel creator and comic book legend Stan Lee passed away at the age of 95 years old. Um, I mean, obviously, we everyone knows Stan Lee from creating all the Marvel guys, Spider-Man, Hulk, Iron Man. You know, he was always making cameos in all of the movies. I mean, his guy was obviously a legend in the comic book world. Um, I'll go to you, Obed, first. I mean, did you have, let's say, a favorite comic or a favorite Marvel character at all? I did, actually. So I was a huge fan of The Incredible Hulk, like, hands down. I always thought that uh, the 1970s TV show was great. <laughs> I, I, loved, I loved all of the different uh, uh, iterations of it as well. I mean, She-Hulk, uh, and there was, like, a spinoff where the Hulk was, like, a Las Vegas gangster one time. It was kind of <laughs> but yeah, no, but I've been a huge Incredible Hulk fan. I always love, you know, the X-Men as well, so. Yeah, uh, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, let me go to you, Chris. What about you? Any favorites in the uh, Marvel world? I mean, like most other people, of course, you know, your, your, your Wolverines of the world, all the X-Men, they're all amazing, you know. But I'm, you know, I'm really intrigued to see the newest creation that obviously Mr. Lee won't get to see fruition with uh, Captain Marvel, where apparently she's the biggest badass in the whole Marvel universe. So um, I'm really intrigued about that. But yeah, great man, uh, legend, way before his time. He's the best one-liner in any movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So Anu, let me go to you. And this, you know, obviously when we talk about superheroes, this always begs the age-old question. If you had one superpower to choose from, just one superpower, what would it be and why? Well, it's kind of ironic because he, it's not an actual superpower but it's a superpower at the same time, which is my favorite is Iron Man. So it's not an actual superpower within him, but mm -hmm. he actually ends up creating that superpower mm -hmm. with, from, from a technology. Yeah. So uh, that's something I would like to, you know, actually analyze in, in real life as well. So I would definitely oh, go So you, you'd like to be a billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, Iron Man. Okay. Uh, 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 okay. I, I got you. All right. You're, 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 you're reaching, but it's okay. I like it, though. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, myself, um, I mean, obviously, my favorite character was Wolverine. I mean, he was indestructible. I mean, obviously, the biggest character, you know, the, bad, the most badass, as Chris would say, was was I would think was was Phoenix, obviously also known as Jean Grey. Once she turned into Phoenix, you know she'd be pretty much came indestructible. But Wolverine was definitely my favorite um, going growing up, though. 
Well, moving on, I want to talk about college football just a little bit here. Um, we're going to talk about the top, the, the college football rankings, some of the, just the top four teams really quick. Obviously, we have Bama at number one, who won their game easily yesterday against the Citadel. Clemson at number two, Notre Dame at number three, and Michigan at number four. Clemson, excuse me, now Alabama will be facing off against Auburn in the Iron Bowl uh, next Saturday. Chris, who do you like in this matchup? Because even though Auburn is not ranked, this could be um, a scary matchup for them. Chris, are you there? All right. Oh, there you are. And honestly, in the first half of that game, uh, it was a bit of a challenge just for them to play sit it out to the left. I'll sit it out to the left. <laughs> so all I know is in this game, if I was Nick Sick, I'd be concerned. Uh, Tua Tonga Bailoa is still banged up. That knee is not 100%. Their defense has been suspect at times, especially their secondary. Mm. Honestly, I think it's going to be a lot closer game to think, but Bama will probably pull it out by 10 or 14 points. Gotcha, gotcha. Obed, um, I guess going looking at Clemson or even the Notre Dame against USC, which matchup kind of intrigues you more uh, out of those? Uh, honestly, I think the Notre Dame matchup intrigues me a little bit more. I feel like Clemson will be able to handle their business, right? Like they've got a lot of riding on it. I don't think they want to lose this one out this late in the season. Uh just maybe even from a pride standpoint, that even matters with the amount of money and blood, sweat, and tears people put into college football. Right. Um, but I could I could see another game still winning this game, but maybe not looking as polished as they could. Absolutely, absolutely. A new, I mean, out of these kind of top four teams and matchups, which one do you like the best? Which one will you be paying, paying attention to more? I'll be paying attention more to Michigan at Ohio State. Both got great defense, but, you know, Ohio State almost lost to Maryland yesterday. So, you know what? I'm going to take my chances with Michigan. Michigan, okay. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's a very good point. Yeah, Ohio State didn't almost lose to Maryland. I came down. I think that game went to overtime, actually, so that was kind of surprising. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, Bama will take it out. I mean, it's pretty much Bama against the world at this point, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait to see what happens there. So, moving right along, want to go into the NBA next. Um, the big story this past week in the NBA was was all, was uh, all-star guard uh, forward Jimmy Butler being traded from the Timberwolves over to the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, they lost their first game actually against the Magic, but they won last night against the Charlotte Hornets. Um, Butler actually hit the game-winning three with, I think, .3 seconds left on the clock. He only had 15 points, three and four, and being contributed with 33 and 11. Simmons had 23, 11, and nine with almost a triple-double. Now, Kemba Walker went off, actually. He had 60 points in the uh, overtime loss. Now, with this kind of – I want to steer back to Jimmy Butler just for a second – with this trade, the Sixers picking up Butler anew, do you think this really puts Philadelphia on the map to be one of the powerhouses in the uh, Eastern Conference? Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought they were, fourth, I would say, fourth, but now I would place them to be second right after the Raptors. Really? Okay, okay. You have So you have the Raptors at one and then the Sixers yeah. at two. Okay, I, okay, I like it. Um, Obed, I mean, now, now with o Butler being there, do you think that this is kind of – Puts point guard Markel Fultz in a position for like less less playing time. Do you think this 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 pickup will work for the Sixers at all? I mean, they're gonna. I'm pretty sure they're gonna make it work, right? They're gonna tell us to just trust the process. But I think <laughs> they're gonna look very good on defense. Uh, I think this gives them an opportunity to have a person who can flat out just score if need be, right? He can take over a game if, if that comes down to. It. We've seen him do it in multiple teams, multiple spots. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I wonder where this puts Simmons at. Uh, uh, you know, what is he going to be asked to do? He had a lot of production uh, in that mm -hmm. last game with 23-11-9. If that kind of production is not there and you see more work out of Butler, you know, can they manage, one, all the personalities, and get out the gate just scoring? 
flat out scoring because the East is going to be about defense more so, right? I don't. We'll talk about Golden State coming up. I don't yeah. know if they're going to go back to their shooting ways, but you know, Houston can shoot, Portland can shoot. You know, all these teams can go out there and get it. I, I kind of want to see uh, what the Sixers put together, but it's absolutely an exciting time. Gotcha, gotcha, Chris. I mean. Going back to kind of a news comment where he had the Raptors at being the you know, number one team of the East, this 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 Jimmy Butler acquisition putting the Sixers at number two. Do you agree with that? Do you think the Celtics are still in the mix there? Do you think the 76ers are moving past them now? Uh, no, actually, to go with what Obed said, um, I think it's going to come down to two key factors. Uh, luckily, they got Jimmy Butler early enough in the season they can work on transitioning him into the uh, lineup, find out his role, get that flow, that chemistry. Right, but right. To be honest, I, I think the biggest thing is is Ben Simmons. That gentleman is still not developed a jump shot, which is blows my mind. Someone with that much skill can't develop a, a shot. And be honest, um, the Celtics are finally hitting their stride. They're the team to beat the East, I think, over the Raptors. Yeah. So until again, like I said, Simmons gets a jump shot. And they figure out how Jimmy Butler works in with chemistry. I honestly don't see the Sixers going maybe higher than four seed. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd probably agree with you there. I mean, I think that I think the Celtics are still the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. They're loaded from top to bottom. Um, I mean, the Raptors obviously right there. We're picking up Kawhi this offseason. You know, I think the 76ers are on their way up, but they're not there just. I think they need another piece. You know, or like you said, I think Ben Simmons needs to develop more. Well, moving on, we want to talk about now, go to the Western Conference with the Warriors, uh, a new, I don't know if you saw, I'm sure you saw the altercation between Kevin Durant and Draymond Green, Green excuse me, at the end of their game last week, kind of, kind of stirred up some controversy in there. Do you think the Warriors have a, have a problem? Is there beef amongst the, amongst the organization? You know, I was thinking about it, you know, a whole lot. And I was thinking, what happens if this was just a, you know, a way to spice up, you know, the, the, the season, something for the season and get the second unit, the third unit, you know, to be able to uh, face adversity, mm -hmm. you know, maybe mm -hmm. kind of planned. Right. I know that's really, that's a long shot, but um, I think they'll be all right going forward, really. Yeah. I think they can overcome anything. They, I think they've done a lot. And uh, regardless, I think they're still when they're touch chip, but we'll see, we'll see what happens if Durant uh, stays or not. Right, right. And they, I believe because of the altercation, the Warriors actually suspended Draymond Green. Um, you know, Obed, let me ask you this. Being that, you know, there's kind of some beef between the, some players and within the group, um, you know, they actually lost last night to the Mavs, 112-109. No no Draymond, no Steph Curry. He's still injured. Do you think Kevin Durant sticks around next season and resigns with the Warriors? So, you know, in this day of the NBA, I, I have no idea what goes on with the, excuse me, the yeah. players. Outside of a lot of Fortnite, I don't know if they really care to stay <laughs> At that at that location or stay with that that organization, um, he got he went there. He got championships. You know what is left for him, right? It's kind of that that LeBron paradox of well, I've done everything I could do here. We won. Mm -hmm. You know what's my next challenge? Does he look at the game like that? He had the chance to come home. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he wants to come down to uh, to DC and hang out with uh, uh, the rest of the players at Rose Bar, you know, go right ahead. Right? Like, yeah, we have a good old time. I think him and Stephen A. Smith as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he resigns. Honestly, like this, you would think that he's the kind of player that you could build your starting five around. 
Yeah. You know, and, and kind of be able to feed them when maybe the guy who is the starter isn't there as often. I, I don't want to call Steph Curry injury prone. Everybody goes through their time in the NBA with, with dealing with injuries. But, yeah. you know, if he's not there, do you start drawing up the plays to make Kevin Durant the guy and ha- make Draymond understand he needs to take a backseat to this? I think the fact that Draymond was popping off the mouth, that you came out your mouth with something that probably non-verbally you've been feeling in your emotions the entire time we've been together. So, yeah. you know. And, I don't see him resigning, but that's just me. Yeah, you know what? I actually agree with you there, Obed. Yeah, Draymond definitely came out, popped off, and you started saying. I heard from a source. Or a source I think it was Stephen A. Smith said on the ESPN, like he came out and said, "You know what, dude? If you don't want to be here, basically kick rocks, dude." He's like, "Yo, we won without you. We can win without you again. It don't yeah. matter." He, and you know, I heard him. He was calling him, calling KD names and all that. But dude, Draymond, chill. It is Kevin Durant. Right. Okay. So we're talking about Yeah, we're talking about Kevin Durant. The second probably the second best player in the NBA. So Draymond, slow your roll. Yes, you were there first. That was your team before. I get it. But it's Kevin Durant. You would want him on your team no matter what. So I think, you know, they you know, they'll I think they will come together and settle the beef between them or whatever it is. But as far as resigning Obed, I get, yeah, you're right. With the NBA, you just really never know what these guys are gonna do. Um so moving along, I want to talk about the Lakers next. They're still struggling. They're eight and seven on the year. Uh they lost last night to the Magic, 130 to 117. LeBron had 22, 4 and 7. Alonzo Blocci had zero points. Uh was over five from the field. Chris, let me go to you. Um, I know they signed Tyson Chandler about a week or so ago. Uh, do you think the Lakers can right the ship and turn it around? I mean, what's their really biggest concern over their problem here? And I'm sorry, I think we're losing the video on you, Chris. So if you can't hear me, let me know. No, I, I can hear you, Sherm. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I got you. We just lost video. It's okay. Yeah, no, what, the biggest thing going on with the Lakers is they're just young. I mean, they're just extremely, extremely young. And you, you have you have a veteran in LeBron James coming on, um, you know, and obviously LeBron can only do so much at this stage in his career. Right. So moving forward, um, you know, it's just going to take time, and they do, they need one more star. You know, I'll take Absolutely. a Kevin Durant. Hey, Draymond, if you want to keep being Draymond, <laughs> LeBron, bring him on over to L.A., and you're going to have a new superpower in the West. That's my point of view. Uh, all right. Yeah, I like it. A new – I mean, do you think the Lakers can really get it together and make a strong playoff push toward, towards the end of the season? Absolutely. Knowing LeBron James, what he's capable of, what he's done, I don't care if he's in the West. He, he's a superpower himself. So, absolutely. I'm think, I, th- I think he could uh, make it happen. Uh, even if, the eight, if they're the eighth seed, I think they could end up uh, surprising – you know, whoever that is, even if, if it's the Warriors, at least a uh, game seven, what, doesn't matter what seed they go, go up in the first round, I think they, they could take it still, like at least game five, six, or seven. Got you, got you. Yeah, and actually, I don't know if you guys noted that Rajon Rondo actually broke a bone in his right hand, so he's going to be out about three to five weeks, so that hurts them. Even though Lonzo Ball was getting the start for the Lakers, that's going to hurt them as far as depth-wise is concerned, so that's something they got to overcome. Also this past week, the Houston Rockets actually was parting, parting ways with Carmelo Anthony, I mean, Obed, where does Carmelo go from here? You know, his time in New York was tumultuous. You know, he left there. He went to Oklahoma City. Didn't really work out. He came to Houston. Honestly, I thought this would work. One, he played with, he played under DeAnna Tony in New York. He's great friends with CP3. Why didn't this work? Is, is, is Carmelo done in the NBA? 
he he's got that that Des Bryant appeal, right? Like we know the talent <laughs> is there, we know the skill is there. Just mm-hmm. like we want that in the locker room, we want to have to deal with whatever that is. It's like, hey, we need you as to. I thought he was going to channel his inner Jason Terry and come off the bench and be Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah. All right, but I guess that's not going to be the case. <laughs> right there. Uh, I I don't know, man. I, I just I, there's a team out there that'll take him. I don't know if he's with. Hey, he could go saddle up with LeBron. Right? Yeah. If nobody else wants you. I need guys who can play. And and that was one thing that I think we touched on a couple episodes ago is when with LeBron there, does this become, hey, give the entire organizational calls to uh, LeBron so he can build a team for you and then try to compete with everyone? Mm-hmm. Or are you actually going to give your quality, uh, high draft pick lottery players a chance to play with him and learn something, get better, maybe lift them up, right? Like them getting that eight, that eight seed would be great if. They got there because they built up their youth. Would it be as great because they got there because they put together a Frankenstein's monster in the West and then went out there? So right, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, let me, Chris. Let me go to you really quick. So I know we're struggling to get you on here the video, but do you think Carmelo will find another team soon? Absolutely. I mean, Carmelo Anthony's too um, too good of a talent not to find a home. It's going to come down to what he wants to do, though, because his options will be limited at this point. I right. think he's got basically two options. Miami to go play with one of his best friends in Dwayne Wade. Um, but, you know, they're not going to be a contender. Or he go with his other best friend, LeBron James, and go out west where they possibly, if they add another piece on top of that the trade deadline, could compete maybe for something this year. So Carmelo, what he wants to do. Right, right. A new... I mean, do you think Melo has a lot left in the tank? Can he really contribute to a contender or make a team that's not a contender a contender? What do you think here? I don't think I don't think he could make a team a contender. I think he could just contribute maybe what you know eight to ten points. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he has much left in the tank, man. Seriously. Yeah. And, I, uh, I yeah. think his options limited as well. I have to go with Chris on that. Gotcha, gotcha. And it's funny how we mentioned that being about about the tank, and we're going to transition a little bit from the NBA to the NFL. I want to actually talk about tanking. Uh, you know, sorry, you had to do it there, guys. Um, but I mean, oh, yeah, you, you, on, you, see what, you see what I did there? I don't know if you guys saw that or not. <laughs> so I want to talk about tanking in general, lose basically losing on purpose. Is it good for any sport, whether it's the NBA, whether it's the NFL, NHL, doesn't matter. Is it really good for any sport? And do fans want to see it? Uh, a new, I'll go right back to you on this one. I mean, do you have an opinion either way? Do you're in favor of it? Tell me. Um, yeah, no, I definitely have a, t- a side on it. As a fan, definitely, I don't want to see it because it's not, it's, it's no fun. But as a system, as a, as a, uh, you know, business, I totally get that. You know why they do that. Although I don't particularly li- like that model, mm-hmm. but you know, it's understandable on a, on a business uh, aspect. But as a fan, definitely not. I would never uh, want to take myself. Right. Oh, bad. Um, I mean, do should bad teams lose on purpose? Um, yeah, so recently we saw the Oakland Raiders play the San Francisco 49ers and Nick Mullins, uh, the Nick Mullins Ole Miss party, right? They had him on the phone with Brett Favre at the postgame show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the, uh, the Niners lost that game in winning because your season isn't going anywhere. Yeah. You might as well start jockeying for the best draft slot that you can. Now, when you talk about tanking, you're talking about in our regular person world, Chapter 11, bankruptcy, right? <laughs> We're not actually bankrupt. We just got to take a slight right now, mm. and then we're going to be back out here balling. Right? Feel, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> right. So, you know, you look at the Colts suck for luck, which nobody said that's what happened, but a team that goes 11-5 and five the year before, 
with a Hall of Fame quarterback, one and fifteen with a nobody, and then eleven and five with a rookie quarterback. There's got to be mm. something in the tank there, right? Like, yeah. It, it, so I, I get it. I think I think maybe it would be more acceptable and understandable if you looked at the way the NBA's done it and been been okay with it. Mm. Everybody has like a lottery of picks, right? Uh, the NFL should transition to that. We need to stop sending the best players in collegiate athletics to the worst teams that the NFL has with just idiot buffoonery behind them. <laughs> like, get off the sticks, dog. What are you doing right now? Rough like, you know, con Lisa Rice. We'll we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, Bye. yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that when we get to the NFL. Chris, really, really quick, Chris. Do do you do you like tanking? Do you, I mean not unless you like it, do you are you in favor of teams doing it to you know to get better themselves in position in the future? the whole concept of tanking because the last time I checked or it's not every single person on that roster getting a check to play in the game I mean have a little Facts. pride you know what I mean have a little pride in yourself as a professional like, go out and win who cares what the organization wants who cares what is in their best interest because guess what they're not looking out for your best interest as a player so if I'm a player go out and do your job absolutely I, I, I 100% agree I mean like I said I, I understand it from a scheming standpoint, but I don't agree with it. You know what I mean? You know, they're purposely putting players on the field to lose on purpose. Not, not really a good look. But with that being said, let's guys, let's guys, let's go into the NFL really quick. And we're going to talk about just a couple topics and we're going to get right to picking this week's games as we're trying to minimize our time here. Um, uh, Obed, you mentioned it just a few minutes ago. Um, well, I talk about the, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. They fired their head of coach, Hugh Jackson. They fired their offensive coordinator, Todd Haley, just this morning, I was reading an article courtesy of ESPN that the Browns general manager, Mr. Dorsey, is looking to hire not only a female uh, head coach, but looking at Condoleezza Rice as a possible candidate for that head coaching position. I mean, I know she's a lifelong Browns fan, but that does that give her the automatic a bump into becoming a head coach? Because if that's the case... I've been a football fan my entire life. Let me coach some team right now, dude. I mean, come on. Yo, dude, like, put me on the phone. I got you. You want to pay me? You don't know how to pay me $5 million. Pay me 500000 a year. I'm in there like swimwear, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm take a pay cut. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you getting? What are you getting for that pay cut, though? Right? Yeah. Like, you guys are trying to pay somebody seven million a year, some scrub. Yeah. You don't pay Sherman five hundred thousand. I got you. Yo, all day, son. <laughs> I mean, I mean, do you think this is a? Do you think this is legitimate? This is fake news. This is the most <laughs> fake news I've ever heard about. Stuff. Wait a minute. Okay, you're telling me it took the NFL how long to have a female referee? And we're just going to go handpick somebody to go be our head coach. Wait, you have her in the locker room? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> 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 your mind, dog. Wait, she's going to be out here getting these guys on the ground? No way, dog. Yeah, I feel you. Chris, really quick. I mean, do you think this is legitimate? I try and get, not just, like I said, no problem being a woman, but just the fact that it's kind of Lisa Rice who has no coaching experience to be all of a sudden the head coach in the NFL? Sherman, this is CNN creating fake news again, because that's what they do is create fake news, Sherman. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> it is absolute insanity. And nothing against Condoleezza Rice. I think she's amazing at what she does as a profession. Yes. But, yo, in regards to what you guys were saying, 500,000 yo, I'll do it as an internship. Give me that. <laughs> no, get out of here. Yeah, dude, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. Who's somebody who has no coaching experience 
all of a sudden become a head coach on the NFL level. That's to me, that's just insane. Connelly's well, arrived. What a new? What you what you saying, new? Yeah, looking at looking at their track record, it's like they're pretty much going the same route. So it doesn't matter what they end up doing. You know, <laughs> they find the coach, they pick her. Yeah. It's Facts. <laughs> What's that? A new? What's that, Oben? They want to take the scenic route this time. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something wrong. Anyway, let's just talk about two things in the news real quick. Then we'll get to picking games. Uh, you know, the Saints signed two weeks ago wide receiver or uh, free agent Des Bryant. Tore his Achilles. He's out. He's out for the year before he even played a game. They got Brandon Marshall. He's not playing today for them. Do you think this is a good asset for them, Obed, and help them out? I, it depends on how they incorporate him. I don't. I, from what I saw, there didn't look like there was enough in the tank. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he was gone, if he went to uh, what's it called the uh, Seahawks to play the you know Jimmy Graham toss it up to me role, I didn't see enough there to think he's going to go out there and snag like. I mean, what six, seven touchdowns over the course of the next last half of the season? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I see the desire to bring in, you know, a, a veteran player, but you might as well throw Trey Quanswith out there. You know, what I mean, there's there's no need to waste time. We know we have Brandon Marshall, but you don't know what you have in this young rookie. So. Yeah, and Chris, the other thing I actually wanted to talk to you about was Le'Veon Bell. We know he didn't report by the deadline, so he's forfeiting his entire fourteen million dollar contract for the for the franchise tag. Really quick, Chris, what kind of value do you think he has next year after not playing this entire season? I mean, he's it's a tremendous value. He's still a top five back in this league, uh, but I think him sitting out one year to get those miles off the off the legs, is, like he says, was is kind of counterintuitive to what he's trying to do because you're still going to get a year older. What he basically did is he guaranteed himself to get a long term contract from somebody, mm-hmm. but he's not going to be making that historic contract that he was trying to do for the players after him, as he said. He's not going to get it. So all he did was really hurt himself in this. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All right, guys. So I want to just get into now. Just Let's just go through the schedule for, this, for the, today's games around the NFL. Um, Thursday night we had Green Bay at Seattle. Seattle came up with that victory. So let's just pick today's games. Um, so first up, we got Dallas at Atlanta. Um, I'm going to go Atlanta in this one. I think the Falcons offense needs to get going right now to make a playoff push. Um, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They're average. They'll be continue to be average. I'm not really focused, worried about them. Chris, Cowboys and Falcons, who do you got here? Well, because I got Zeke in my fantasy, I'm going Cowboys all day, son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, the, Cowboy, the Cowboys need a big bounce back win after that uh, divisional loss last week. So I think they're going to pull it out today in a close one. Gotcha, gotcha. A new, really quick, Cowboys and Falcons, who are you taking? I got to go with Cowboys. Cowboys? Okay. Obed, Cowboys at Falcons. Who you got here? Uh, I got to go with the Falcons. I think, you know, being at home will be good for them for the fast track. The offense of the Cowboys now has legitimacy uh, because they have a, a threat out there that you can't, you have to line up and not put seven or eight in the box. Uh, but I just feel like the Falcons, Matt Ryan's playing at a, a great level right now. Uh, historically low interceptions for what he's done in the past. I think I think the Falcons will take this one. Yeah. Next up, we have the Carolina at Detroit. Um, Carolina coming off that tough loss to Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, Obed, Carolina, De- Detroit, who are you, who are you taking here? <laughs> Detroit is trash. <laughs> at me, son. Come, come and get the Damn. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Panthers in this one. I mean, they're not going to have Marvin Jones. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. on the side of the Lions. I mean, you could see this be a very uh, dink and dunk game for them. Mm. And all you have is uh, Baby Tron, uh, mm. Kenny Galladay, and uh, t- uh, what's his name? The Riddick, Theo Riddick. Yeah. Uh, 
pass catching guys. I haven't seen a lot of them, a lot out of them for their tight end. So I got, I got to give it to the Panthers. McCaffrey's too nice for this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chris, Panthers and Lions, who are you taking here? Panthers are, are going to blow this way open. I, I see a 10 point swing in this. Yeah. Um, a new, really quick, Panthers and Lions, who do you got? I go with Carolina, man. Carolina? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I, I, Cam Newton's having a great season this year. Um, a, a divisional matchup, matchup with Tennessee at Indianapolis. Not a very intriguing game, but Tennessee's coming off that big wing against the Patriots last week in Nashville. Um, Chris, Titans and Colts, who do you got? Andrew Luck's set to go off this week. I have the, the Colts winning this one by five. Gotcha, gotcha. Obed, Titans and Colts, who you got here? Man, I have the Colts, but it looks like uh, uh, what, they've got Mariota running triple option out here. Uh, like Patrick Mahomes, you know, <laughs> pitching things to the tight end underneath. So it'll, it'll be a barn burner. But these these AFC South divisional games are just so weird, right? Like they can either be a low scoring affair or it can be a barn burner. I definitely mm. see that this could this could be this could be a high scoring game. I'll go with the Colts. Though. Gotcha, gotcha. And a new really quick Titans and Colts. Who are you picking here? Got to go with the Colts, man. Colts, Colts at home. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next one is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New York Football Giants. I know, I knew you're a New York guy. So, I mean, are you taking the Giants, or you think they're still struggling? They're still struggling, but you know, I got a rep. So, I'm, you know, being a New York fan, so I'll definitely take the Giants. Gotcha, gotcha. Chris, Bucks and Giants. Who are you taking here? Well, Fitzmagic will do everything he can, but I think the Giants came off an emotional win last week. They're riding a high. They're not going to go and win all the next, all the rest of their the schedule like OBJ said, but, you know, I think they're going to pull this out. Gotcha. Obed, really quick, Bucks and Giants, who are you taking here? I want to preface this by saying that uh, I can't imagine them having a really emotional win against whatever sorry team of 1-7 and seven they beat last week. <laughs> yeah. And Eli Manning, I don't care. It's still like a noodle alarm as much as a as – a, Shout me out, Patriots fan. I have to show respect to my competitors. Eli Manning has played with some great teams around him. Mm -hmm. And I just I cannot believe that I'm picking him in this game to win. Uh, but the <laughs> Buccaneers, I just the only wrinkle in this game that could Oh, oh bad, we lost you there. So all right, he'll come back. Um all right, next on we'll move on without Obed. I'm sure he'll be back here in a second. Houston at Washington. Um, Chris, Houston is riding a six-game winning streak. I mean, do you like Houston again in this one, or do you think Washington will take it? Washington's really good at home this year. Um, that defense is actually surprisingly better than I thought they were going to be. I think they pull this out in a squeaker by, like, two points perhaps. Yeah, I, you know what? It's funny. I'm actually going to go with Washington as well because it's at home. Even though uh, Deshaun Watson is playing great, I'm going to pick Washington for this, just for this one. As a close game, maybe by three. Pittsburgh at Jacksonville, rematch, rematch of uh, last year's AFC uh, divisional game. Um, this is a very intriguing matchup um, the, with the Steelers and the Jaguars here. Um, a new, I guess, let me go to over you first. Do you, how do you, you like this game here? You'll be, is this game you'll be focusing on? As a matter of fact, yeah. This is one of the games I look forward to, you know. I mean, uh, you got Steelers leading their division. They played uh, great against Carolina last week, so I got to go with this one. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Chris, um, Steelers and Jags, who are you taking here? Come on, baby. That's my Steelers, baby. That's what we're doing. No, <laughs> Jacksonville's not nearly as good as we thought they were, uh, and we let them off the hook. <laughs> my inner Herm Edwards there. But, no, Steelers, uh, they're, they're doing really well. James Conner, I'm hoping he's all right to play. 
Um, too good of a receiving core. Steelers are going to win this one. Actually, I think easily. I think about by six or seven. Yeah. And by the way, that was not your. That was your inner uh, Dennis Green, if I believe. It was a good idea. You let oh, him off the hook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so just to check it in. And you let me off the hook. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I'm going to go with the Steelers in this one, um, even though it's in Jacksonville. The Jacksonville's defense has been struggling throughout the season. Um, and there was a report this this morning by ESPN that the Jaguars might look to trade Jalen Ramsey in the offseason, which is crazy to me. But, you know, there's been some turmoil there, so we'll see how what happens there. Next one, Cincy at Baltimore. Really quick, Chris, who do you got? Bengals and Ravens. This is a make-or-break game for Marvin Lewis. Uh, since he loses this game, I think he's actually out as the coach after this game. So for his sake, I hope they win. Ooh, that's, that's a very big ball prediction. A new Bengals and Ravens. Real quick, who do you got? I like the underdog, man. I'm a big underdog guy. Although they're, you know, them being away, I gotta go. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. Got you, got you. I like it. I like it. Probably the least intriguing game of the week: the Oakland Raiders at the Arizona Cardinals. There may be about as many fans in that stadium as there is in a high school football game. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Raiders just because it's the Raiders. I, I mean, they had just have a better quarterback in Derek Carr. I, and I don't, I don't know what you know what to say about the Raiders right now and the way John Gruden is running that team. Chris, Raiders and Cardinals, just give me a pick. <laughs> John Gruden is making Derek Carr look how Jeff, Jeff Fisher made <laughs> made Jared Goff look. Uh, oh, yeah. my gosh, this is horrible. I'll say Arizona. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone really is going to be paying too much attention to this game. No offense to either team. But Anu, give me a pick, Raiders and Cardinals. Going with Oakland. Oakland. I like Okay, cool. Denver at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are on a roll this year. Phillip Rivers is having a stellar season. And I think, Chris, I might have said it to you before earlier this year. I feel so bad for Phillip Rivers because he is a future Hall of Fame quarterback. We'll probably never get to, nor less win a Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to go Chargers this one. Chris, Broncos and Chargers, who do you got? Phil Brewer's going to have a big game, Chargers. Yeah, uh, I knew quickly Broncos at Chargers. Who are you taking here? I'm going to jump on that, Chargers. Chargers, got you, got you. Um, a really good matchup of great quarterbacks, young versus old. Uh, Eagles and Saints. Saints, obviously, you know, 8-1, eight, eight and one, having a stellar season. Breeze is uh, having a great year. We got Alvin Kamara, potential MVP candidate. Uh, I'm going Saints all the way here in this one. But this is a big matchup for Philly. Chris, Eagles and Saints, who you got? This is the Eagles season uh, tonight, Sherm. So, I mean, this is make or break for Doug Peterson. I think he's going to pull a rabbit out of the hat here and, and stun everyone. They're going to pull this victory out. Gotcha. Gotcha. A new Eagles and Saints. Who do you got? It's in New Orleans. So, I hear you, man. But, yo, Philly got that prize. So, let's go with Philly. Philly. Oh, I, li- I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, a divisional matchup, the Vikings and Bears. It's in Chicago. Two great defenses, you know. Uh, I, I, Kirk Cousins has been playing okay for the Vikings this season. Trubisky's been doing uh, doing really, really very well this year. He's much improved from last season. Chris, Vikings and Bears in Chicago. Who are you taking here? Chicago's got a stout defense at home this year, one of the best in the league. I'm going to take Chicago by five. Gotcha. A new Vikings and Bears. Who are you taking here? Going with Bears, man. Bears, you know, I, you know, it's funny. I was just gonna say Bears in here, but I'm gonna go the Vikings. I think this is a big game for them. They need to win, especially being in a divisional game. So I'm gonna go Vikings. Last but not least, we're gonna come down to Monday Night Football with the Kansas City Chiefs against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. This game was actually supposed to be played in New Mexico City, but you know, due to field conditions, they had to change it. So now it's being played in LA. 
uh, Anu, let me go to you first. You know, I know Kansas City is they're they're riding behind Patrick Mahomey Mahomes. Uh, you know, do you like the Chiefs in this one, or do you think the Rams, you know, can come out with a victory? Who do you got, and why? You got me in mind on Patrick Mahomes, man. He's having a breakout season. I think this could be. I think this could be a Super Bowl preview. This is, these teams are that great. But the Rams need to improve on defense. But you know what? For this game right now, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Okay. Chris. Chiefs at Rams, last game of the week. Um, this is a big one, you think? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. I lived in Los Angeles for two years. Um, there's not a huge fan base out there, believe it or not, for, for the home team Rams just as of yet. There's actually probably going to be as many Kansas City fans there as there will be uh, L.A. Rams. So it's the home field advantage is not going to uh, matter in this game. I do think Kansas City pulls this out in a tight one, high-scoring game. I'll say final score, 35-32. Wow, I like it. I like it. I'm going to say, man, I you know, I want to go with the Chiefs just because of Mahomes. But I'm going to say the Rams just because I do think they have a little bit of a better defense, even though it has been struggling. When you have the best defensive player in Aaron Donald on your team, you always have uh, an advantage, I think. So I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Rams by 10, actually. Maybe 30 to 20 or 33 to 23 Rams. So... Anyway, that wraps it up for this week's guys. I appreciate you guys being here. You know, sorry we lost Obed there for a second. Um, you know, I think he forgot to pay his uh, cable bill this week. No, no internet. You know, got cut off. You know, it, it happens. You know, that's that's what happens when that's what happens when these days and age. These millennials, they don't pay attention to their bills. Uh, uh, budget. <laughs> ball on a budget. Exactly. I like it, man. But anyway, I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, hopefully, you guys will join us again for another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, guy, any last words from you and Anu? Nothing. All right, man. A few words. I like it. Chris, go. Go to you real quick. Any, any, any uh, last few words from you, Chris? <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a lot of fun. Look forward to doing it again. Thank and you. And not driving. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Don't. Don't be endangering other citizens, Chris. Next time. All right. I. I appreciate you guys. Take care. Good See luck. you guys. Be good. Peace. Thanks. Man.